Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another episode of What the Howl. I am Jared Boggess, and I am joined by my co-host, Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And the one, the only. I guess that makes me PBG. From the T- AOB. Today it does. I mean, hey. I guess you could be whoever you want to be. John Stamos. All right, we're going to keep moving. <laughs> uh, there's a note on the script that says Matt is here today. Yay. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. And PBG's here today, and he looks like Chris Angel oh, Chris Angel with his necklace. <laughs> I, I don't Among know. other things he looks like, but we <laughs> won't get into I that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Thank God it's not a video <laughs> podcast because we would definitely be off the rails. Well, day day two of the NFL draft this past weekend started with Chris Angel getting out of a straight jacket. So you watched the draft this weekend? Not on purpose. No, I didn't watch it. No, I watched. Uh, I watched some of it, but uh, but yeah, the the second day started off with Chris Angel like spinning around like a crazy person. I know, like ninety nine percent of Falcons fans were angry, except for Captain Daryl. He was happy. Well, what else is new? <laughs> right. I'm not sure that the people. I'm not sure that the people who they were showing as fans in the crowd were actually fans in the crowd. Yeah, I, I probably I tend to agree with you. I'm just upset that I didn't find that line of work earlier. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you get that? How do you get that gig? Like, professional fan. I did and, it for a lot and, of years. And here's the thing: <laughs> where have those people? Where have that? Where else have they been? What other shows have they been on? Well, who knows? The Masked it, Singer, probably. My guess is they hadn't been many times to the games because uh, I don't really know that they were doing what Tampa Bay fans do. I don't know, man. I don't have any answers for you. And but they I were know, wearing orange. I know that, right? Well, that used to be creamsicle orange. Yeah, but... Uh, Maybe they're just old. They're the Pirates in Pewter now. Uh, All right. Remember how right before we started recording, <laughs> I, said, I said this should be a pretty quick episode. Seeing as how we only had two sports in action, and uh, two and a half minutes in, we're talking about the NFL and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers colors, and well, that leads into something that we're probably going to talk about. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. Um, but on this episode, one hundred and one is the uh, number of this episode. We just did one hundred last week. It was a great episode, I thought. Um, I hope everybody listened and enjoyed. Um, but this one, episode one hundred and one, we're going to recap last week again. Um, only baseball, softball in action, so should go pretty quick there. And then we'll do our someone to howl about, and we'll talk about this week, which is another light week because everything but two sports is pretty much wrapped up, uh, coming down the home stretch of the athletic year. Uh, so. We'll still be with you during the summer. We were just talking about that. What are we going to do with the summer? Uh, we don't really know, but we'll come up with some content. We'll keep uh, What the How rolling all through the summer 2022. I do have an idea for the summer of 2022. Oh, would you like to share it now or later? I can share it right now, but I've already spoken to a lot of people in this office about it, and it's me challenging college athletes to their respective sports. Well, that's not going to be a good podcast platform. No, but it's still content for the summer 2022. You're right. Matt, what this <laughs> why are you doing that? I, I was listening. Um, Very intently. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just, uh, wow, I just looked ahead to the script. This, Yeah. Let's jump into the recap. Uh, Bryant, start it off with baseball. Who's at Montevallo this weekend? Well, they lost two of three to the Falcons in purple. Um, they lost game one on Friday night, 10 to three. Uh, we only got five hits the whole game. And um, the big hit of the day was Logan Fink's solo home run. Um, and then after that, they scored five straight and then five more in the eighth. 
And um, it took us three pitchers to get out of that eighth inning, and we just couldn't do it. Never yeah. a recipe for success when you only have five hits. Yep. Well, and but I'll tell you this: the 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 Montevallo people. I went on Saturday, and they were talking about how we, how about our our mashers. They they said that we we had guys hitting home runs that they'd not really seen very much. Well, <laughs> wish we had more positive results to talk about yeah. with those home yep. runs, but yep. yeah. Uh, Montevallo is a good team. We talked about yeah. it last week. How I many they had only lost twice at home coming into the year? Yeah, or coming into that series overall. I mean? 12, 12 losses overall. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just specifically saying at home. They only were, twice at home. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty impressive. So yep. tough place to play. I, I think they swept West Florida at home. So that helps. Well, and take that. We didn't get a lot of help from the rest of the league either. West Florida got swept again this weekend. True. Everything we, that league. we needed to happen didn't happen. Yeah. West yeah. Florida's going into the tournament as the seventh seven seed. seed. Yeah. When was yeah. the last time that happened? I don't know. It, 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 and not many times. Yeah. They're they're usually up there at the top. Yeah. Um, and Lee started off the season not playing very well, and all of a sudden they're sweeping West Florida at the end of the season. It's, it's crazy. Well, their best of, pitcher from last year is pitching for the – Tampa Bay Rays organization right. now, yeah. So. Yeah. and he's pretty good. Yeah, I looked at his numbers the other day. He's he? got a sub two ERA in the minors already. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be up with the big team soon. Well, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, game two though, positive result. Game two was a great game. Uh, I watched it, it it in its entirety. That's a tongue twister. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, here's the kicker, Jerry. I don't know if you knew this before I wrote the script, but Schwartz, Wortham, and Caliber combined for six of our seven hits in the game. I did not know that. That's good minutiae. And you, though. the only other hit was a Colin Moore go-ahead home run in the eighth inning. And that's what's so crazy about baseball and softball both. We lose 10-3 to three in a game where we only have five hits, and then we have seven hits the next game, and we win by two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, well, Rob pitched his tail. Yeah, it he helps to have some good pitching. But I mean, it, the the combination here at the end of the season of Rob Rob and uh, Jack Rasmussen has been very very strong, and uh, and those two were really 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 well well a well oiled machine the other day. Uh, before I pitch it into game three here, and there's not a lot to talk about there, I do want to point out that uh, apparently the Montevallo baseball team is scared of any amount of rain <laughs> because they tarped the field. Uh, apparently, yeah, I wasn't well, there. I was at softball, and uh, I thought we were going to have to take a delay with lightning coming in, but it, it never rained a drop. No, well, I never, was freaking it, out. It it sprinkled a little bit at at the baseball field. Okay, I I, you're right. I lied. It did rain a drop, it, but nothing ever. No, no, nothing yeah, substantial. No, it, there were some nasty looking clouds all around, but it it never did rain. But I got back over there. The tarp was on the field, and honestly, everybody thought we were done. We that we were going to close up shop. And uh, and then all of a sudden, boop! They, they said we're pulling the tarp and we'll we'll play the last game. Yeah. Well, after game two concluded, you know, I sent the final tweet and I was like, ah, game three is going to start in about thirty minutes. That's what we do here. Yeah. And I'm refreshing the live stats. Nothing's nothing's working. It's it's an hour at this point. Yeah. You texted me. It's like, hey, it's been an hour. <laughs> are they playing over? There? I'm like, are we playing? Am I missing it? Matt's probably pissed. I'm like, <laughs> what are what are we doing? And so I call Matt called me. Or I yeah, yeah, you. no, I called you. You had texted me, and, yeah, and, and and then I called you back, and they finally started an hour and a half or so after that, and and um, quite literally, drug us around the field. That's the best <laughs> way I can describe it. Yeah, it was uh, tough, tough game. No, nah, no, no less than two runs in any inning. Yeah, for them, that's a tough way to go out. Um, but what can you do about it now? It was a tough last game. Um, n- nothing else needs to be said about that. All right, well, let's just move on then. What else you got? Um, just Rob Coleman's last start in the, in the UWG Uni, five innings, five hits, one earned, three walks, four strikeouts. 
Not bad. Not terrible at all. And then, like Matt said, the the one-two combo with him and Rasmussen. Rasmussen, beautiful four innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Yeah. When we got the pitching that we needed, we were a pretty good team this year. Yeah. No doubt. I no agree. doubt. That pitching was pretty inconsistent, though. And uh, like we said, tough to win games with uh, inconsistent pitching. Yep. Uh, over at softball, lost two or three there, too. Um, in game one, we jumped out to a 4-0 lead, and um, it was senior day for them. They did senior day on Friday, and they started a pitcher who was a senior who I definitely was not their number one or number two. And we hit her pretty good, got up 4-0, to zero, um, and then they took her out, put another uh, pitcher in, and we only scored two runs after that inning. And they they had an eight-run second and added two in the third, and that is tough to overcome when you jump out to a 4-0 lead and then just like that – you are down eight to four and then ten to four and just couldn't overcome that. JC Arrington did have a home run in that game and it was a pretty towering shot. Um, and then came back in game two on the Saturday doubleheader, game one of the doubleheader, two of the series, won that one nine to seven, had a big seven run fourth. We were down going into that inning um, and put together the seven run fourth inning. And the big blow in that one was Hannah Scarborough's Grand Slam, which I believe her dad told me that was her first career Grand Slam at any level of softball really on the final day of her career yeah wow that's crazy yeah so uh won that one nine to seven macy Ann mcknight came on and got a save in that one i believe it was her fourth save of the season um and that was key in that one because um they were they had hit dowdy started Worley came in in relief and they had uh started chipping away and i remember saying there was i think six out five outs to get and i remember telling somebody in the stands i said i would 100 percent go to macy ann right here and then Worley had a walk, and that's what uh, Coach Phillips did. Went straight to the bullpen, got uh, Macy Ann in there, and got us out of that game with a win. And then in game three, lost that one eight to three. Um, and we were in the game. Uh, we lost by five, but uh, they had a three-run home run in the sixth inning that uh, gave them some insurance. And, and in that last inning, uh, couldn't make the comeback, but we did have three solo home runs in the game. That was our only offense, Gorsuch, Knicks, and Scarborough. And let me tell you, Hannah Scarborough's home run in that game it was her final at bat, last inning we're down, and she hits a home run to uh, and bangs it off the scoreboard. And uh, one of my favorite moments in my career to see that in her last at bat, I rem- Maddie Gorsuch asked me before the game, um, are you going to cry today? And I was like, probably not, but you know, we'll see. And when she hit that home run and I looked up and her dad was standing on the top row of the bleachers, big tears, just the happiest cry I think I've ever seen in my life. And she's rounding third after hitting a home run in her final at bat. Um, it was pretty special. I'm not going to lie. Um, and, and it was one of the, like I said, one of the top moments, um, I've seen in my career here. And it's weird because you talk about winning championships and stuff. Those, those are the moments you remember, but that's one that I'll remember for a long time. How many home runs did, did Scarborough have this year? Nine. Nine home runs. Yep. And, but, uh, but probably, what was it? Three or four here in the last two weeks. Wasn't four it? in the last two weekends. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a heck of a way to go out. Yeah. I would say so. Hey, we talked about. The last time we both swept in a series yep. was 2014. Do you think it's more rare that we have both both lost one lost in a series? Like, we both had the same – like, we both lost game one, we both won game two, and both lost game three. Oh, ah. Uh, th- which in, one do you think is more rare? Maybe in the same order um, it would be e- is equally rare. But, I mean, there's probably been a handful of times that we've – Lost two out of three in the same weekend, well, but in the same order. That's what I mean. In the same yeah, order. in the same order, maybe I don't know. We'd I'd have to. That'd be a lot of digging. That that's your project for the week. Okay, sure. I I certainly believe that that project would give somebody hemorrhoids. I don't know if I should. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 
You can cut that out if you <laughs> <laughs> Or don't. The mood got pretty somber. I was trying to <laughs> cheer us back up, and Matt went to hemorrhoids. <laughs> wow. But, wow. yeah, final weekend of the season for both baseball and softball. Both teams missed out on the Gulf South Conference Tournament. Not the way we wanted the seasons to go, um, but a lot of talent on each team, and hopefully next year we get back in uh, into the Gulf South Conference Tournament. So, uh, yeah, pretty nothing nothing more to say. We should have some all-GSC teams coming out this week. Maybe we'll have some representatives there. Um, but we'll see. That's all we got, though, from baseball, softball. Shout out to all the seniors, too, before we move on from that. Um, yeah. well, how many did y'all have from baseball? Eight. 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 And then we had seven from softball, four um, that were playing their senior years, um, even though some of them had some eligibility left, but they're just going to move on. And then three super seniors rounding out their eligibility. So, uh, yeah, shout out to them and a uh, round of applause Yeah, yeah. For, for all the seniors. Yeah. They, they've done a lot for this program, both baseball and and softball, so big shout out to all those seniors. Absolutely. Um, another little item that we want to talk about before we move on to someone to howl about, uh, Jace Jordan. If you missed it, Jace Jordan um, has been invited to two NFL rookie mini camp um, mini camps. He's going to go to what Seattle this week? Yep. Tampa Bay next week. Well, and and the Seattle one is is as close to an undrafted free agent. Uh, deal as you could get. Okay. Um. So Seattle fully expects him to to be in camp with with them at least OTAs and and things like that. So I assume if he goes to Seattle this week and everything goes well, he's not going to. Tampa. He's not going to Tampa. Okay. So, so the 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 initial offer was from from Seattle. Um, and uh, I I confirmed all of that this morning. I got more details late last e- late yesterday evening. There's some there, there's some details out there that are a little misleading. So make sure that you're getting them from from UWG Athletics on uh, on the on the Twitters and uh, and the Instagrams um, and also uh, on on the Facebooks. Yeah. So congrats to Jace. Best of luck to him. Uh, we'd love to see him in an NFL uniform, NFL camp this fall. Um, always exciting when we have players at the next level. And I will say this for any of you, any of you West Georgia athletes who might be listening, if you want to know how to get to the NFL, you need to go back and watch practice footage of Jace Jordan and John Hurst. Okay. Jace Jordan, and, and I, I'm not talking about game footage. I'm talking, I'm, we're talking practice here. Oh, yeah. I knew that was good. We're, we're talking practice. <laughs> and, and the reason for that is. Every single time I watched either one of those guys go through drills, they always did them at a hundred at one hundred and ten percent. I agree, uh, and I know that that one hundred and ten percent is not an actual number. You can't do that. That's a cliche. It is, but 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 if you want to know how to how to get to the NFL, go watch the way they 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 conducted themselves in practice. John Hurst, every single time down the field, you thought he was in a game. Running down the field because he was a sport. He was he was not much more than a special teams guy for the first three years of his career. He had a couple of catches here and there, but uh, until his senior year, he really wasn't much of a receiver. He definitely wasn't an NFL prospect. No, no, but but he was he he had he had some skill uh, and he had some speed, which is something you can't teach. Yeah, but he went hard on everything. And and you can probably you can probably vouch for this because I'm sure I told you on the practice field in the fall, every single rep he hit the hard hit the hole as hard as anybody, every single time. And 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 those are things that I think take take uh, a good athlete and make them a potential NFL athlete is is that that willingness to do whatever whatever you can in practice and 
and taking every rep as if you're playing the game. It's good good advice from Matt Cook. That should be a new segment. Good advice from Matt Cook, but you got to be careful because it might include waffles or hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're going to move right along. It's now time for our That's the Wrong Button. Hold on. There we go. It's time for someone to howl about. Glad I had that muted when I hit the wrong button, but hey, you know, we all make mistakes. <laughs> time for someone to howl about our own players of the week right here on What the Howl. I went first last week. Who wants it this week? Matt, you're up first. Oh, my goodness. You're unprepared, aren't you? I, I am. I am, too. I'm, I'm not sure which way I'm it. going. I'm going to go with Jack Rasmussen. Okay. I'm, Jack Rasmussen will be my, my someone to howl about. The guy was a, star, a weekend starter last year. This year, hadn't, he, he's been put into a different role, but he's, he has taken it seriously, and over the last half of the season, he's been as good any, any, as any reliever as we've got. And, uh, and he's been fan-fantastic. Fan so that's what I'll go with. Jack Rasmussen. I'm going next. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to go softball because only two sports played this week. Um, and I'm going to go Allie Taylor, and here's why. Um, AT's been a leader for this program for a long time. There's no doubt about that. She was freshman of the year, been here five years now. Um, but when we got back, what was that noise? I think it was my necklace that hit. This is Chris Ang- Angel now. <laughs> it's the microphone. Anyway, <laughs> when we got back from Montevallo um, Saturday night, the team huddled up. Everybody was, you know, dropping equipment off. Um, it would have been real easy for somebody who just played their last game to just grab their stuff and go. But no, AT said, in order to make Kayla Hughes, our GA's job, easier, this is how you do it. Pack your stuff up. Do the list. Do it like she says. Don't make her have to reach out to you and get your stuff back. And I just thought that was excellent leadership from somebody who um, put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this program and could have easily just said, you know what, I'm out of here. Bye. Um, But she stepped up and continued to lead even when her career was over. And I thought that was cool to see. Um, And AT has been, like I said, for five years, she's been the heart and soul of this team. So my someone how about's AT, Allie Taylor. Nice job, Derek. Thanks. What you got? Well, I'm going to go to the diamond as well. Um, shocker. And I'm going to go Anthony Calibro because, you know, if you don't have somebody named Brody Wortham right right in front of you, yeah. then you'd think Calibro had a pretty good season in his first first season as a Wolf. Uh, 343 average. Uh, I just counted up. He only went over in 11 games. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Because we had some guys that went 0 for in 11 games straight. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's second on the team in hits. He's second in home runs. He's second in runs scored. He's second in a lot of things to, you know, all preseason, all GSC. Um, and he, but he's first in stolen bases. And hearing him talking about in practice running hard, you know, I never saw that guy take a day off or – Anything. I mean, even creeping down the line at third when he's getting the lead off of third base, he's like pounding his feet into the grass and then like falling to get back because he he's so hard down the line. It's I mean, it's it's crazy to watch him play. He plays so fast. He plays a great center field and uh forty four games started all in center field, Anthony Calibro. Nice. Yeah, and he should have been safe on the uh, on when he tried to take the second base on the on the uh wild pitch the other day too. He he. Uh, so talking about the hustle plays, mm-hmm. he uh, there was a, he was at first. There was a wild pitch that got to the backstop, and he took one glance at where it was going, and he said, "I'm I'm heading to third. and uh, and he and he he slid in. I thought he was in ahead of the tag, but they called him out. So. I couldn't tell from the stream, but I thought he was safe as well. But didn't didn't get the call. Well, 
I couldn't see it from my vantage point, but I'll say he was safe as well. There was a tree in your way. There was a couple, <laughs> and it was half a mile away, but, you know, okay. it's whatever. Nobody had to know. Okay, two trees. <laughs> two trees. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Jack Rasmussen. Is it Rasmussen or Rasmussen? All the players call him Rasmussen, so I'm that's going what I call with him. Because I thought it was Rasmussen. I've always said Rasmussen because that's the way you actually pronounce that name, but normally, but we'll, right. we'll go with Rasmussen. Jack. We're going with Jack. Jack. Uh, Jack. I got AT and Anthony Caliber, this house for you. All right, let's jump into this week, another light week, like we said, with just two teams going uh, or three teams technically still in action. Uh, right now, actually, Ansley Cowart competing in the NCAA South Regional. She'll wrap that up on Wednesday with the final round, so be sure to go to uwgathletics.com for all the scores and uh, recaps from that. And then the men's golf team, Thursday through Saturday, there at the uh, men's golf NCAA South Southeast Regional down at Kinderloo Forest in Valdosta. Um, chance to make some history. We've never had anybody go to nationals, and I would think Ansley Coward has a legit shot. And uh, the men's, if they can't make it as a team, which I hope that happens, um, they've got an outside shot. That is a tough regional, but Austin Fulton um, definitely with a shot to be one of those top two individuals going to nationals. And then track and field this weekend, Gulf South yeah. Conference Championships. Yeah, Gulf South Conference Championships. Uh, the last, the last hurrah for Brandy Bodie, and uh, and and to end her storied career. We, you know, we had the Westbys last week. What a what a yeah. great time we had. I, I I was so amazed at the amount of athletes that we had there. It, it, I've looked at some of the others um, within our conference, and and the amount of athletes that we had there blows away uh, uh, any of the others. Um, but. Uh, Brandy Bodie took home top honors. Brody Wortham took home top honors. Mister and Miss Wolf, uh, Ainsley Cowart was was uh, the female player of the year. Austin Fulton, male player of the year. So the uh, the pugilist took uh, both sides of the yeah. athlete of the year, uh, career uh, women's career achievement. That the top three awards are the Mister Mister Miss Wolf. Athlete of the Year, and then Career Achievement. Career Achievement for Women's was uh, was Allie Taylor, and then uh, Career Achievement for Men's was Kadeem Jones, uh, a thousand point score, and uh, and such a great evening. A lot of uh, the 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 athletes love to dress up and 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 really kind of show out, and uh, and baseball was hilarious the yeah. the entire evening. They they were excited about any time that they were nominated for an award, which is great. That's what you should be. Um, but they, uh, it, like, it, there's nothing that's voted on with, uh, with academic team of the year. Yeah. It's, it's just, just your GPA is your GPA. Yeah. Whoever is, and they're, and they're, like, they booed when they lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you just booed yourself guys. What in the world? <laughs> but it was still fun. A lot of fun. And they, and, and then Brody won the, uh, won Mr. Wolf and they went bananas. It was they great. They went insane. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic. A, a good evening all around. Uh, grateful for Dr. Kelly and, and Dr. Tressa, uh, uh, doc, Dr. Kelly, uh, Dr. Brennan Kelly and Dr. Tressa Kelly being there. Uh, Dr. Tressa got up on stage and, and helped us honor the cheerleading program. That was a that was a, a great segment that we had during the show. So um, just a good night all around. Glad to glad to be able to have that that type of event in person. First time since 2019. Yeah, so that was a big part of last week. And like you said, Brandy Bodie there. She'll be competing in the 
Gulf South Conference Outdoor Championships. Whoever wrote this script put indoor, but I'm pretty sure that's outdoor because they don't have an indoor facility in Clinton, Mississippi. Uh, good job, PBG. Yeah, who did that? I don't know, but I've been called out for my typos on this script before, so that felt great. I didn't. I don't, I've never <laughs> called you out one time. No, but you weren't here for the first 80 episodes where every time <laughs> there was a typo, Matt would read it out verbatim, and I would have a word like just, you know, completely misspelled, and he'd read it out phonetically how I misspelled it. <laughs> So that felt great to point out someone else's typo. Well, I'm glad I could give you some release of your pent-up aggression Thank about you. misspelled words <laughs> or mistyped words. Thank you. That felt great. That's good. Speaking of the Westbys, I hate that we missed an opportunity to get my walk-off home run call played again. We could just play it right now if you'd like. <laughs> when I, well, you know, you hear people all the time talk about when they black out, when things happen. I don't remember a thing that happened that day. <laughs> That's not even my favorite call of the year. I just remember screaming. My favorite call of the year is that took off like a Delta jet. <laughs> and it wasn't even a hit ball. We got we to gotta clip that one and play it next week. But right. Took off like a Delta That was jet. funny, too. Shaquille O'Neal couldn't have caught that ball. Exactly. You're ruining it. Let's clip it and play it next week. <laughs> all right, we will. So, yeah, golf this week and track and field this week, so be sure to check for all the scores, recaps, times, everything at uwgathletics.com. Uh, listen, the big, the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared, PBG, and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you're not and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at uwgathletics. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. There, We will have a new app coming in the fall. That's We're right. excited about that. There's going to be a, uh, some changes coming over the summer to the uh, to uwgathletics.com. Uh, lots that is, that's going to be going on over the summer. So uh, make sure you're tuning back in to, to what the hell throughout the summer and, uh, and, and see what we've got in store for you. If you've liked what you've heard on this episode of What the How, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. And if it's a five-star rating, we will give you a free shout-out right here on What the How. Thanks for listening. I'm Jared Boggess. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And I'm PBG from the AOB, and Captain Daryl is my hero. Captain Daryl is his hero. Wow. Next Always got to get a Captain Daryl oh, yeah, reference in there. Captain Daryl. Every got- episode from here on out, I will shout out Captain Daryl. All right. Hold but me to it. can't be it. in the same spot. It has it to change be, around. Yeah, you gotta, All right. Hold gotta, me gotta, to it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Cue the outro. Uh, next week, you shall hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?